Welcome to the Jesus Everyday Podcast. Here you will hear Pastor Ethan Callison journey with people just like you from Fellowship Community Church. Our goal is to engage in God's Word to find Jesus in the Scriptures every day. We desire this podcast not to be a substitute for your Bible reading, but rather a compliment so that you encounter Jesus and live a changed life. Here's your host, Pastor Ethan Callison. Well, welcome to the Jesus Everyday Podcast, where the word, thought, verse, and chapter of the scriptures point us to the person of Jesus. My name is Ethan Callison. I serve as one of the pastors here at Fellowship Community Church. I serve as our North Campus pastor, as well as our online pastor. We are a multi-site church here in the Roanoke Valley. If you're not familiar with us, uh, located at Roanoke, Salem, Southwest Virginia area. Uh, we have a campus in Salem. We have a campus in Southwest County, Roanoke, a campus in North County, Roanoke, and we also have our... Espanol campus that meets at our Salem campus facilities. Uh, So we're excited to be here in the Roanoke Valley uh, and see God do an incredible work in and through us for the feathering of his kingdom. Uh, As we open up in the word today in 1 John chapter 4, uh, we uh, want to model for you what it's like to read the word of the Lord uh, so that you get into God's word, God's word gets into you, and God's word comes out of you. So Jenny, we're in 1 John chapter 4 as we kick off this week. But before we do so, you've talked quite a bit about teaching and the impact that it's had on you and that you've had on students' lives. Uh, But what originally got you into wanting to be a teacher and then what sustained you? And you can share how many years you taught. What sustained you through those few years of teaching? (laughs) (laughs) Well, um, I was actually going to go a different way. I was thinking about being a family uh, minister, but uh, when my husband and I first got married, we had 18 months of uh, parents or relatives, close relatives being in the hospital, and I had to postpone my training for that and just kind of had to stop it. So uh, we wanted to start a family. So as I was doing that, I prayed, God, what do you want me to do with my life? And my husband was a truck driver. He had a very irregular schedule. And I thought, being a minister, it's not always nine to five. And it would be really hard to do that with his schedule and be a, a good mother, too. So as I thought about it, I really loved the aspect of teaching children and young people about Jesus. And I thought, I love teaching Maybe I can use that because then I could teach in a school and have a have a schedule that would be cl- close to my children's schedule and, mm-hmm. and manage things. So I went back to school when they were young and started student teaching when my youngest daughter, Christy, uh, was in kindergarten. I taught for 26 years. And um, it's always – teaching is uh, – demands a lot of you when you really love your children and really do it. And it's not a nine-to-five job by all means. I took lots of work home. But the thing that I loved was watching children grow. Mm -hmm. I loved uh, seeing them start out the new year and then see how they develop. And I loved seeing what was going on in their minds. And um, I taught I taught first, second, third, fourth, and fifth grade. Holy cow, all of them. But I ended up in third grade 22 of those 26 years, and I loved it because they come in as little puppies, as second graders that are sweet, and they they love you, and they want you to please you, and they want to do well. And then by the end of third grade, they in, they turn into independent learners. Mm. And it's such a beautiful metamorphosis to, to watch them start taking it in, education into their own hands and understand they can Mm. seek out other information. They can learn about this world without the teacher teaching them or mom Mm -hmm. and dad. And uh, so I love that part of it. Um, I also love the children. um, When they spent every day with me, all day, uh, we became very close. 
And I love the part that they're still my children. I love them forever. And I still get to see so many of them everywhere. My kids laugh. I can't go anywhere without running into one and getting a hug. (laughs) But it's such a joy to know that I had a little part Mm. in helping them learn about this world. That's cool. Uh, My third grade teacher, I'll never forget uh, the time of independent learning, was like multiplication tables. Mm -hmm. Uh, More honing in your cursive, which Mm -hmm. I don't think that's now even a thing. Unfortunately. We won't go there. And then I remember we learned about the Romans, Mm -hmm. uh, Pompeii, and and all that went there. And I I remember the Greeks. And I'll never forget that was the year that I had my very first olive. Uh And a few (laughs) few of you might remember Cheryl Howitt uh, back in. uh, August it would have been, that she talked about she tried an olive for the first time, and her reaction to an olive was my reaction to an olive. Blah. Like, <laughs> but I remember she brought that in, like, and that was like a cool thing. Like, oh, yeah. You know, the, that's what that area is known for, the olive oils and, yeah. and all that. And so she brought in green olives for us. Cool. Now, I had a Greek Bible that I had uh, used in seminary, and I actually brought it in, mm-hmm. and I, it had the translation to English, mm-hmm. so they could see the actual Greek words and what they meant which was also neat because they could go read more about yeah. Jesus if they wanted to. But it, it was it was also tied in the curriculum, so mm-hmm. I wasn't pushing, mm-hmm. but offering. That's right. That's good. So if you're a teacher and teach Greek, hey, there's an opportunity to go. connect the gospel into your message. All right, well, as we are in here in 1 John chapter 4, what was the verse that you highlighted wrote down here today? It's verse 4. Little children, you are from God and have overcome them, for he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. All right, we have a pretty popular verse here that's probably many people are familiar with, as well as an introduction in little children. So can you explain what, what uh, John's getting here as he writes this verse? Yeah, John's reminding the people again of the false teacher. Mm. and the worldly people. And he goes on to say later that God is love in verse 9. It's, it's a restatement of John three sixteen. This is verse 9. In this, in this, the love of God was made manifest among us, that God sent his only son into the world so that we might live through him. Mm. This chapter is a treasure trove of wonderful verses about God's love, but through it all, John is telling us that God is greater than anyone who is in the world. That's good. Uh, it's interesting when he writes this little children, that remark there, you'll see that it's what he refers to. Uh, and it's not young people mm-hmm. that he's talking about. Children in the faith. Yeah, children yes, in the faith. we're just starting out. That's good. Uh, so you explained it. Uh, what's uh, some application points from this text that you, for us to apply into our, okay. to our lives? Well, we're reminded we're children in God's kingdom once again. He wants us to know that we have been accepted. Mm. And we're new on this journey, but now we're coming to the world with God. Mm. And so we don't have to face all the world, the evil, all the false teachers, all the people that want to come at us and tell us that we're wrong or that we're crazy or that we're doing things that aren't right. Uh, we don't have to worry about that because God's greater than any of those false teachers. And also, God um, provides for us. It, um, I love the chosen, and I love the phrase Jesus said in the first uh, season when he he looked at the disciples and said, get used to different. <laughs> because if you're not different, yeah. you call yourself a Christian. If you're not different mm. from the world, you're not being much of a Christian. Mm. Amen. And you're going to be different. And mm. that's not bad. That's mm-hmm. good because God wants us to be different. What are some ways that as you look back on your life of following Jesus that you have been different um, that has either cause people to ridicule, ridicule you uh, and or like almost like you're a magnet that they just want it like, I want more of that. Well, I had two things I can tell you about. When I was in high school, I was a very sincere Christian, uh, and I refrained from doing all the stuff all the other kids were doing. 
And I was at a dance one time. I was having a really good time dancing. And this guy came up and said, hey, man, what are you on, man? I, I don't want to have that. You got so much going. And I said, I'm on pure joy from the Lord. I said, I am just having a good time. I don't need anything else. Mm-hmm. Well, of course, some people, that's, they like that pretty good. But then there were a lot of people that weren't real happy with me because I wouldn't go along with what they thought was great. Mm. And I was persecuted quite badly. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I stood my ground. And um, I was part, I was a teenager during the Jesus, Jesus Revolution, and I actually saw a lot of those guys go to college and become Christians. And then when I, they would come back from college and see me, they would just come around me and go, how did you do that? And I'd say, God's help. You mm-hmm. know, as the Holy Spirit, how, how else do we do it? Mm-hmm. And they would apologize for what they, how they treated me. So what I did was a witness, but I didn't know it till years later mm, because mm-hmm. they remembered. They'd say, I remember. Yeah. And I even had one guy that really zeroed in on me. He, he really tortured me. And one day I was studying my Bible and God, it was, I was, it had been going on for about two years in middle school. And God said, just planted in my mind, I was praying about how mean he was to me. And I mean, I, I could go on and on, but, but anyway, God said, but have you asked him for forgiveness? And I Mm. thought, for what? And God said, have you asked him for forgiveness? So I went to him in the band room one day with my uh, annual. And I went up to him and I said, I know we have not been on good terms for a long time. And I don't understand it. But if there is anything that I have done to you, have I done anything to hurt you or harm you in any way? And he, he just kind of put his head down and he kind of shuffled his feet and he said, no. And I said, then could we just please be friends? Hmm. And he said, yeah. And I said, would you sign my annual? So he signed the annual and said to Jenny, everything's okay. Put his name down. And from that day on, he never bothered me again. Hmm. And years later, when we were when I was in college, I came home and my mom wanted me to go to revival. And I said, sure, let's go. So we went to this revival and they were having music, worship music, before the preacher came up, and I looked up, and there was this guy playing the guitar in the revival, <laughs> and I couldn't stand it. I wanted to scream. I was so excited, and afterwards, he saw me, and we ran toward each other and hugged each other, and I said, I've been praying for you for years. He said, I know it, and you won. God got through to me, and it was just awesome. So, again, what happens to you personally, mm-hmm. one time, God's still going to use. Mm-hmm. You just don't always see it right away. That's good. So as you walk through that uh, in your R, your personal response, what was the Lord leading to and how to respond for this text today? Okay. If I'm talking to God, I say, God, help me face each day and each challenge, knowing that you are here with me and you are greater than anything the world can throw at me. You know the future and you've prepared me for what's coming. I can face anything the world throws at me with your help and strength. Help me to take your hand joyfully and thankfully each day to face this world with confidence, not in myself, but in you. Amen. Well, thank you for joining us here today on the Jesus Everyday Podcast.